And I'm his dad, Jeff Burnham, and we're coming to you from a hot air balloon hovering high above Frankenstein's monkey farm, looking down at the undead, which we, of course, accidentally resurrected while we were talking about zombies in a graveyard. Whoops. That's why we got in the air balloon, fly high above Frankenstein's monkey farm. Before they started chewing on our brains. I know what the zombie do. <laughs> I know, you just taught a class on it. I almost but said zombies. You almost said zombies? Yeah. But here's a problem that I just realized. We're up in a hot air balloon, and we're about to talk about what kind of monsters? Giants. Oh, no. I don't think we're high enough. We're probably 50 feet. Probably 50 feet? Oh, well, that's no good, because, of course, as you know, 50-foot women like to attack things, as B-Cinema history has taught us well. Yep. I bet we'll be 100 feet in one minute, probably. So I guess we better hurry up and get this lesson rolling, huh? Yeah. Al's Monster Stampede, as you probably know, is all about monster awareness and preparedness. Should you ever... Find yourself trapped inside a monster movie as we seem to have done ourselves right now. That's why we came to an air hot balloon. <laughs> An air hot balloon? Hot air balloon? Yep, to talk about giants. And lucky for all of you listening, the teacher is in Alistair Burnham, professor of monsterdom. Al, why don't you lay it on our listeners, your students, a lesson in giants. Now, keep in mind, I should specify, Alistair's lecture today is not about anything that's giant, but specifically about... Giant people. Yeah, not giant ants, not giant spiders, not giant snakes, or anything of the sort. Those are topics for another day. I've also seen a movie about a giant cyclone. Yeah, and I think that's probably where a lot of your information for today's lecture came from, huh? Yep. Alistair, what do our listeners, your students, need to know about giant people? If you see something that is giant feet, giant legs, it might be a giant. So like giant feet, giant legs, and the rest of it's just regular size? Nope. So giant everything. Yes. So giants are pretty big. So like a regular person, but giant? Yeah. How big does a person have to be before they become a giant? Like what's the, what's the size of a giant? The size of a giant is pretty big. It looks like a, a 100 feet tall person. 100 feet, okay. And we've already it, established it, 50 feet. That's, that's also a giant too, so... Would you say that the giant it height looks is... looks like that, 
Looks like it. Okay. People are pretty smaller than giants. Yeah, so absolutely. So it looks like that. Yeah. So normally people get up to kind of the tallest. We see people getting up to, you know, seven, eight feet. You know, that's about as tall as you really hope to be. So we could say maybe anything over what? 10, 15 feet tall? Yeah. Maybe 25? Giants are pretty big for when you're looking at a giant. So like double or triple the size of a person. Yeah. Then we're talking giants. More, more than like one person. Giants are pretty big. Okay, so big. Big people. Any very, other... Very, very, very big people. Any other defining characteristics of a giant? If you look at a giant's face, it's a little bit bigger than a human's face. <laughs> sure, sure. Everything's bigger. I mean, you know, like Frankenstein had bolts in his neck and zombies, you know, green, bloody, smell weird. Are there any other tells for a giant? Obviously, bigness, right? Yeah. But anything else? Giants also can eat you. Mmm. And that's what almost happens to a certain fairy tale character. Do you know who I'm talking about? No. He climbs a beanstalk? Jack. Mm-hmm. Jack and the beanstalk. Yeah, Jack climbs that beanstalk. And what does that giant try to do to him? Eat him. And how does a giant eat you? Almost like a yeti. So it'll eat you slowly? Yeah. You don't think a giant could just, like, pop you in its mouth like a grape? It can do that if it if its mouth is big enough. Depends on the size of the giant. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense to me. Now, do the giants like to cook people or will they eat them raw? Eat them raw. Oh, boy. That doesn't sound like fun at all. Nope. Some rules for giants don't make sense. <laughs> and this isn't making sense to me, no, sir. I just know lots about giants. Well, and you mentioned earlier that some giants might not have two eyes. Yeah. They can also be cyclops. Mmm, cyclopses. Interesting. Cyclopses are a different kind of monster. Sure, sure. But of course, in the movie The Cyclops, that was a giant guy who just happened to lose an eye because of radiation. They were in like a uranium valley or something like that. Yeah. And they funded all different animals giant and they were looking for one of the character's dads. I don't. It was the woman's husband, I think. Yeah. He'd been missing for a few years. And so a character played by Lon Chaney Jr., who was the Wolfman, you'll recall, flies her and a small crew up into the mountains to try to locate him. But it's a valley where there's a lot of uranium and everything's grown giant, including other animals like lizards and stuff. And birds. And birds. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that bird. I think I saw a spider in there, too. Maybe. It's been a little while since we watched it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember what happens to Lon Chaney Jr., though? Because you said that giants might eat you, but that's not what happens to Lon Chaney Jr. in that movie. Do you remember what happens to him? He gets punched in the face. Yeah, he gets punched by a giant. So, like, his fist is, like, the size of Lon Chaney Jr. Yeah, and also I... Mentioned that one of them gets slapped in the 
head by the giant. Ooh, boy. <laughs> so yeah. a giant could eat you or just punch you or slap you. Yeah. Oh, man. This is sounding pretty gruesome. Some of woos for giants don't make sense. Yeah, I guess not. I guess not. I just know lots about giants, so the woos make sense to me because I know lots about giants. Mm, you've studied them more. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, anything else you want to tell us about giants specifically, like their habits, their behaviors, what they look like, where we could find them? Yes. Giants can be made also by what caused other animals to get big, like in Food of the Gods. Like, like radiation yeah. and stuff. Okay. They can be made by that. Radiation, toxic waste. We've seen yeah. a lot of that. Yes. That also happened in Empire of Ants and Food of the Gods, too. Sure, sure. In Food of the Gods, it was maybe something different, but we yeah. could say that it was toxic waste, potentially. We don't know. Yeah. Food of the Gods doesn't really tell us. No. But we do the... know in Empire of the Ants that it's toxic waste. Yes, because the ants are pretty small little bugs. So you can do that to a person, you're saying. Yeah. In movies, of course. In movies. In movies, yeah. That doesn't really happen in real life. No, toxic waste will give you cancer and kill you. Yeah. Amongst other probably terrible things that aren't even springing to mind at the moment. Where are our listeners likely to find a giant? Giants can live in different places. Um, speaking of which, they can be from the desert if they live in the desert. Okay, so giants... Unlike yetis and fishmen, you could find just about anywhere there are people. Yeah. Okay. But there's probably a little bit of Arctic sea giants. A few Arctic sea giants? I don't yeah, know if so? there is, but I probably guess there's a couple or three. A couple three? I don't know if there is ones in movies, but I guess I there's probably know. one or two or three. There might be. There very well might be. Yeah. So if you run into a giant, you're saying we should defend ourselves. Yes. Mm, now that sounds tricky because they're way bigger than us. Yes. And they're harder to kill. Yeah, because they're so big. What would you say is the best way to defend yourself against a giant? I mean, apart from obviously just not getting caught, right? Yeah. If you can avoid being seen, then that's probably best. But if you can't, if the giant sees you and tries to catch you, what do you do? I would say probably attack him one time, then roll away, then do that over and over and over again, and we'll probably get killed. If you're on a tall, tall mountain, and if you see a giant, you might want to shoot it. Okay, shoot it, yeah, because how do they take out the giant in Cyclops? Put a fire on a... Stick that looks like a broom from Harry Potter and put fire on it and, like, fire his eyeball. Yeah, they, they basically made a, a flaming spear and threw it in his eye. Yeah. Yeah, and we joked that it looked like a Harry Potter broom. You're right. Harry Potter's broom. Yeah, like a um, Nimbus 2000. Yeah. Yeah. It looked like so, that. So, hit them in the eye, which is, of course, the same way that you suggested taking out a Yeti. And yeah. you're suggesting that there are similarities between yetis and giants. They were both pretty big, but giants are probably a little bit bigger than yetis. Sure, sure. Yetis are probably more humanoid height, maybe like 
8 to 12 feet tall. Yeah. And giants, probably 15 to 100 feet tall. They'd be lower than that, but they'll probably have to stay pretty high. Because giants are pretty big. So, what I'm gathering here is that there are two major ways to fight a giant. Yes. One, be higher than it and try to hit it in the face with something. A bow and arrow. A bow and arrow, a spear, something like that. Two, if you're attacking it from the ground level, hit it and roll away. Then do it over and over. Yeah, like in a video game or something, like a boss fight. That makes sense. Or maybe if you don't know how to roll and you're fighting a giant, just one. If you don't know how to roll. So yeah, if you can't roll, just run away. If you don't know how to roll, just run a little bit so he can't attack you, then... Come back and hit him, then do that over and over. Okay, yeah, run in, run away, run in, run away. Well, Alistair, would you like to recap what you've taught us today? How do you recognize a giant, and how do you stop a giant? To recognize a giant, you have to see a big foot, a big leg, and it's probably a giant. That makes sense. And how do you stop one? If you're going into the mountains or something... Have a vacation in the mountains, and you see a a giant shoot it with bows and arrows. If you don't, or a spear, yeah, throw a spear at it. If you don't have those weapons, you probably have to like use a other weapon or probably a stick or something. And that's when the rolling and running away come in handy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think that about covers it, don't you? Yeah. That sounds like a pretty comprehensive lesson in giant awareness and preparedness. It's time for homework. That's right. This is the segment in which Alistair, as your professor, and I recommend some movies with giants in them that you can watch to help prepare yourself even more. Because, of course, we have very little time up in this hot air balloon. So you definitely want to try to supplement this if you can. Yes. Alistair... What are your recommendations? I recommend the Cyclops in the story of Jack and the Beanstalk. Sure, and there are plenty of versions of Jack and the Beanstalk out there. One of my favorites is Mickey and the Beanstalk. Look into that one. So, Al recommends the Cyclops and any Jack and the Beanstalk iteration. I'm going to do something a little unusual. I'm going to recommend not one film but basically an entire filmography. You remember how Alistair talked about the Cyclops, and he talked about Empire of the Ants, and he talked about Food of the Gods? Well, all of these movies were made by a man named Bert I. Gordon. Yes. Initials B-I-G, Mr. Big. Bert I. Gordon specialized in his career in making movies about giant Things. And he made a number of movies about giant people, including the Cyclops, as I pointed out. He also made a movie called Village of the Giants, which I highly recommend about teenagers who become giant. And basically, they're like juvenile delinquents who are like 25 feet tall. It's really cool. He also made The Amazing Colossal Man and War of the Colossal Beasts, as well as a host of giant monster movies that are pretty much all worth a watch. 
while he was working, of course, was the era of the sci-fi movie devoted to giant people. And so you also find things like Attack of the 50-Foot Woman coming out in that era, which was later remade in the 90s if 50s movies aren't exactly your speed. But of course, you can find giants in all kinds of other movies, right? I mean, the Harry Potter movies, Princess Bride. In the Harry Potter movies, there's different kind of giant monsters. Also Hagrid. Yes, he's part giant, part human. Yeah, there you go. So, you can find giants in a whole bunch of movies, but I recommend the movies of Bert I. Gordon. Homework is over, class dismissed. If you want to follow us on social media and maybe reach out to us there, shoot us a message. We would love to hear from you. You can find us on Twitter at cadaver underscore cast. Email us at cadavercast at gmail.com or look us up on Facebook at cadavercast. And the Gmail and Facebook are both cadavercast, one word. That's right. Al, I think it's about time for you to sign us out because wouldn't you know it, trying to avoid these zombies, we've drawn the attention of a giant. And we got to get out of here. I think I saw a giant finger pointing at our hot air balloon when we were 50 feet up. Like before we started recording? Yeah. Holy cow, why didn't you say something? We gotta get out of here. Yeah. So sign us out, man. You've been listening to CadaverCast Presents Monster Stampede. My name's Al Burnham. And I'm his dad, Jeff Burnham. And until next time, just like we're gonna try to do, stay safe. Get it? <laughs> There's probably a little bit of Arctic Sea Giants. I probably guess there's a couple or three. Head on down to patreon.com slash wordsalad. And why should our listeners head on over to patreon.com slash wordsalad, Alistair? Help us and help me go to college. Yeah, that's right, because our patrons help us keep this podcast going. It costs real money to run a podcast. I know it sounds crazy, but it does. And so we appreciate any help we can get with this because we're not doing this for the money, but... Since we're not doing it for the money and we're doing it for the love of podcasting, it is also worth noting that here at CadaverCast, when we get money in, that money not only goes to upkeep, but anything else we get is going to be going into a savings account for Alistair. Yes. And that goes towards what? College. Exactly. So any money we make over upkeep goes into a college fund for Al. So if you appreciate the content we do here, why don't you head on over to patreon.com slash wordsalad. Every little bit helps. Helps us keep the podcast going. Helps us keep the content coming. And also, someday we'll help this little dude who I imagine is bringing you a lot of entertainment. I know he entertains me to no end. Help him go to college and do what it is that he wants to do with his life someday. Yes. That's why you said Go on down to patreon.com slash wardsalad. Thank you, everybody. <laughs>